0: Hey! Come on, everybody! Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah! Good morning! Welcome to Avenue Church. If you're very new with us for the very first time, go ahead, text me. 702 727 82 80. I will answer you back. might be after today. might be on Monday, but I will connect with you. And church, come on. Give yourself a round of applause, a hand. Come on. Give me a little emoji because we did it. It is day 21. Come on, somebody, of our 21-day fast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned uh, more about yourself, but also we heard the voice of of God. And so what we're going to do tonight at Avenue Church is we're going to have a worship night. It's going to start at 6 p.m. at Avenue Church at a Buffalo location, 6050 South Buffalo Drive. And this will be commenting today, and she could put in the address right there. But I want you to know we're not streaming it uh, online. We want to give our camera people a chance to worship. We want to give our A team a chance to worship. I encourage you, to come if you are able. I encourage you, if you're afraid, come, all right? Now, if you have low immunity, things like that, man, we are so glad you're with us here online today. Now, Pastor Lindsay, she preached last uh, Sunday, and it was powerful. Come on, somebody. And she preached a message on the internal issue. But I'm loving our collection of talks entitled Dunatos, Dunatos. And it's just a fancy Bible word for strong, Possible, powerful, able, and mighty. Come on, somebody. We're going through the entire book of Nehemiah all the way up until our birthday. Guys, we're 24. Come on, somebody. But I love the book of Nehemiah because Nehemiah, he's trying to make the city of Jerusalem. Dunatos again, all right? The walls had been destroyed. Uh, The Babylonians came in there, wiped it out. And so Nehemiah leaves Persia, goes to the city, and attempts to rebuild the wall. Now, Nehemiah chapter four, if you got your Bibles out with you today, I love this. Nehemiah chapter four, verse 15 through 21. We've kind of been over the scripture a few times in this collection of talks, but I wanna point out something I think is very important. Is that when our enemies heard, it was known to us, and that God have frustrated their plan. I love this. God's fighting for us. He's frustrating the enemy. We all return to the wall, each to his work. Each to, so everyone say work in the comments. Put work, all right? Work in the comments today. From that day on, half my servants, mm, work. Put it in the comments. Work, all right? Half my servants worked in construction. The other half held spears, shields, bows, and coat of mail. That's body armor. Guess what? That's their job. Their job is security. They're on the monitor team right now. And the leaders stood behind the whole house of Judah who were building the wall. Those who carry burdens were loaded in such a way that they worked on the work. They labored on the work with one hand and his weapon on the other. And I said to the nobles and officials and the rest of the people, the work is great. We got work to do and it's widely spread. We're all separated. We're gonna be talking about a little bit more about this next Sunday. We're all separated in the place where you hear the sound of the trumpet rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. So we labored at the work. God's gonna fight, we're gonna work. Come on, somebody, right? God's gonna fight, but we're going to work. Father, I pray for this message today. God gives a revelation of why you created us for good works. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. Come on, everybody. Yes, give God a shout. Give him a little comment right there. I want you to shout if you're in your kitchen. You're watching and I'm like, Jesus, you know, freak out your spouse. I want you to make some noise today because we are having church. Now, do me a favor. Put in the comments if you have teenagers. All right? Put in the comments, I am a parent of teenagers. So we know who to pray for. All right? We're going to we're going to hug you. All right? Man, we got to pray for you. Put in the comments if you are a teenager, if you're in junior high or high school. We got Avenue Youth on Thursdays and it is blowing up. All right? People are coming and it's amazing. But I remember When I was a teenager, I go to school, I had a part-time job, I worked at Pizza Hut, collection agency, Old Navy, and uh, man, I remember Saturdays was my sleep-in day. Can I get an amen? Adults are still doing this, okay? Saturdays were my sleep-in days. And uh, I mean I remember I was always tired on Saturday morning because I stayed up the night before with my friends, and they're all from church. And every Saturday morning, my dad would bust up in my room and he would do things like grab my toes because he used to be in the military. How I many you know what I'm talking about, right? Like like don't hurt me. He'd grab my toes. He would throw water on me if I didn't wake up. And he always said the following statement drove me crazy. He would always say, it's time to get on the J-O-B, all right? I hate hearing that because it's like, why you got to spell it out? I could spell, dad, right? Time to get on a J-O-B. He always had a job to do for me on Saturday. It was always grab the sun, right? Because that's what we were created. We were created to work for our parents and we would do something. So I vowed on that day, I will never tell my child, I'll never tell my kids when I grow up, do you want to go on the J O B never. It's God is my witness. Well, once uh one Saturday morning I woke up Levi because I wanted to clean the garage. And I told Levi, Levi, I grabbed his toes. Right? I had a cup of water in my hand, but yeah, I'm a Christian. And I said, Levi, it's time to get on the. It's time to get on the job. Church, listen to me. We have a J. O B to do, and it is the build, and it is to battle. Today, I want to talk about work. The title of my message today is "Work It." Come on, put it in the comments right now. I want you to work it. Now, sure, it's a slang like, like, like show off what you got, right? Come on, work it, girl. Mm, get on that carpet. Come on, somebody, work it, right? Or it's a typical Midwest, Midwest man's response. Put to, to uh, boy, you really worked that burger over. Sheesh. Oh, my goodness. But listen to me, church. Today, I want to convince you that you need to work it, that you need to work it. See, in the book of Nehemiah, here's what's so powerful. They completed the wall in 52 days after the wall sat broke for 140 years. So for 140 years, the Babylonians came to destroy the city. And for 140 years, no one rebuilt. 140 years, no one spend maybe, you know, hey, let's spend an hour on the wall today. They probably could have rebuilt it within 140 years. But Nehemiah came and said, guys, we got. We need to work it. And it took them 52 days. I'm excited because 52 days in the year 2021 is our four-year birthday. And so you might ask, how in the world did they build it in 52 days? They built it together. They worked together. Together, and I love this scripture. Here it says, "The enemies heard; it was known to us that God had frustrated their plan." We all went back to work. We all returned to the wall, each to his work. Now, there's kind of a tension here in this church, probably what you're feeling right now, even online. And the first tension when it comes to work is number one: is you don't work at church, right? I mean, I, I. I don't work at church. I I I tend, I show up, right? It, it takes work to get my family to church, you know. Like you better act right, uh. You know I I worship, man. I I check it off. Man, I went to church today. I am good, you know. You go to hear the message, like pastor. Better bring a good word that's going to help me out because that's what your job is. That's what a lot of times we think work is only for Monday through Friday. But church is a place where you don't work. Now, there's another tension. It's probably the other side of the room. Is that this is what you might think. They're going to work you to death. Come on. Can I get a witness somebody? Right? Put it in the comments right now. Amen, pastor. Somebody just got PTSD when I said, you're going to work. They're going to work you to death. A lot of times we think I'm going to burn out and I'm going to die. That when I get involved in church, I'm going to burn out and I'm going to leave worse than when I came. Now, listen to me. I Avenue Church, many of you know, you've been on a part of our launch team. If you've been with us for the past 4 years, you know that we didn't start this church. We started this church so we can build people. We didn't start this church to use people. So I got to say this correctly, we started this church so we can build people, not use people to build a church. Guys, it's not about getting the job done. It's about getting people done. But here's what I want us to know, whether wh- whatever tension you're feeling right now, I need you to know that number one, work is God's idea. Work is God's idea. In Genesis chapter two, Genesis chapter one, you can read about how God said that there be light. God formed the heavens and the earth. God formed the ocean and land. He, he created night and day, and then he made Adam and Eve. And this is what it says in Genesis chapter two, verse 15. So the Lord God took the man, Adam, and he put him in the garden of Eden with Eve to work it. To work it and keep it. Some theologians even believe that we'll work in heaven, but it's going to be enjoyable. It's who we are. God, work is God's idea. Now Ephesians chapter two, verse 10, this for we are God's workmanship. Listen to me, God is a worker, all right? He's working on us, but he works, he he created us. He created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we should walk in them. I want you to work it. Work with what you got, because this is what the verse tells us. The verse tells us that before God placed you on this earth, he put good works inside of you beforehand so God didn't put you on this earth and said oh no uh, I didn't make them good at anything oh no they're they're not going to enjoy work I love John 15 it says this says this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit what does that mean that means I am producing what God put inside of me Come on, somebody. I want to make a dent in this city. I want to make an impact in people's lives by using what God gave me. Work with what you got. And it said this, showing yourselves to me and my disciples. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. I am convinced that if you're reading your Bible, I'm not saying you're perfect. If you're praying, and if you're investing in a relationship with Jesus, you're in a small group, you're attending, all those things, but if you're serving in an area of your gifting, you will not burn out. Burnout will not be a part of our vocabulary because you're working with what God put inside of you beforehand. And guess what? It's gonna create joy in your life. You'll walk away and say, I can't believe I get to do this. Yeah. Because in Avenue Church, we do not fill positions, but we place gifts. That's right. So we don't say, oh, sweet Jesus, we, we need people over here. We say, what are you good at? What did God place inside of you? And we're gonna place your gift. Right. But here's the danger is when you begin to kind of corner that market, when you're like, ooh, I know my spiritual gifts, I know my Enneagram number, I know what I'm good at, I know all these things, here's the danger. We begin to think that work will save us. But the thing is, work won't save... I made this extra big too, by the way, all right? Work won't save us. Ephesians chapter two, it says this, in verse seven, or verse eight through 10, it says, for by grace, you have been saved through faith. For by grace, the grace of God, and by faith, I believe by God's grace, I am saved. This is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works. Yeah. It's like God hands you a gift and you say, I didn't get you anything. God said, I don't want anything. I just want you. Uh-huh. So that you know one, may both. Now catch this, in the very next verse it says you're his workmanship so god says you're not saved by works but i created you for good works you're not saved by you're not saved by what you're doing but i saved you so you can work so you can do our good works will not save us but i want you to know that our good works will impact someone else god created us so others can discover the good work God did for them. Church, we have a J-O-B to do, and that is to to, to work on behalf of Jesus. Because right. here's the thing: when we work, God moves. Come on, man! We, I need a bigger studio so I can run around. Come on! When we work, God moves. Now I got to tell you. I know in James chapter 2, it says faith without works is dead. So I turned to the Bible. I even Googled it. Faith without works is dead. There it is in James chapter 2 in Google. And I went there. But this is what it says in James chapter 2, verse 14. It says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? What good is it? I'm, I'm glad you're believing for that, but what have you done? I'm glad you have faith but not works, can that faith save them? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and they're lacking in daily food, and one of you says, go in peace, I'm, I'm praying for you without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? That's not very helpful. I love James. James is getting in your stuff right now. He's getting in my stuff right now. And he says, so faith by itself, it, it if it does not have works, is dead. It doesn't work. But I love this here in the next verse. Was not Abraham our father? Man, Abraham, he is the father of faith. Man, Abraham's a man of God. Abraham was counted all righteousness. And it says this, by works, when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar, you see that faith was active along with his works. Faith was completed by his work. He had faith but he had action. Now, many of you, you're watching, you're reading this and going, well, that's Abraham, Pastor Jeremy. All right, Abraham, I mean, he like listened to God. He obeyed God. He went when God said go. I mean, he almost killed his own son and God stopped him. That is a man of God. I'm not a man of God, right? I'm not perfect. I'm not pure and holy giving glory to the king of kings. That's not me. Well, check this out in verse 25. It says, and in the same way, was not also Rahab the I don't know if you got kids watching it in the uh, general area, right? But not didn't didn't Rahab the prostitute? Wasn't she justified by works when she received the messengers and send them out by another way? Come on, somebody! God used her because she had works with her faith. Here's what it says: For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead you're taking notes today, I want you to write this down. Put this in the comments. Faith needs work in order to work. Yeah. I thought that was pretty clever, by the way. All right. Faith needs work in order to work. See, sometimes I'm going to challenge you. Sometimes we're really good at this. I'm going to pray like it depends on God. All right. If you're not, let's get you here. Right. All right. You're like, I got to tell somebody. Well, tell God, Tell God, get off Facebook, all right? Nobody, no, nope. Come on, come on. Nobody's gonna help you there, but God can help. Right. And so I want you to pray like it depends on God. But so many of us, we need to do the next part because there's so many saints, so many Christians that are saying, I'm praying, pastor, I'm praying. Pastor, I'm praying. I believe prayer moves mountains. I pray. I believe prayer does incredible things. I believe when we pray, God steps in. Don't don't hear me wrong. All right, but sometimes we need to do the next part. We need to work like it depends on us. Right, man. I love this quote: "Pray like it depends on God, but work like it depends on you." Because when we work, faith works. And perhaps you're you're not seeing the miracle because you haven't worked. You're not seeing the miracle because you haven't worked. You know, when I uh, first met Pastor Lindsay, I remember it was a job interview, and uh, I don't suggest that, okay? And, and a job interview, and I met her because she was uh, on, on the staff at the same church. And right when I saw her, I kid you not, all right? I think it's weird when people see this. say this, all right? But I kid you not, when I saw her, the Holy Spirit said, that's your wife. And when I, when I heard it, I went, Hey, 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 but I had to suppress it. Like, I'm in a job interview right now, you know? And so I, I've suppressed it, all those things. I remember literally eight months later, not eight seconds or eight minutes, that's for somebody here on this on this video thing right now, right? But listen to me. Then I asked her out. Then I dated her. Then I pursued her. Then I took her out. But listen to me. The Holy Spirit waited until I initiated I'm gonna pray like it depends on God. But I'm gonna work like it depends on me. That's good. See, this is me. I prayed for a wife. But I had to work on getting a wife. You know why? Because she was working at Come on, hey, come on, somebody. But listen to me. I want to put this down. Maybe while you're busy waiting on God, He's actually waiting on you. Because what would happen if I said, if the Holy Spirit said, "That's your wife," and I said, "God, make it happen." God, if it's her. You know, have her ask me out. God, if it's her, if it's her, have her look at me. And then a twinkle come from. No! Some of us, I believe, were too busy waiting on God when He is actually waiting on you. If faith without works really is dead, if faith needs only works when we work. Colossians chapter one, verse 27. For we hear that some among you you walk in idleness you're not busy at work. You're not busy at work. To Then God chose to make known how great amongst the Gentiles are the riches of glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And I love this. For this, I toil, struggling with all this energy that he powerfully works. God works too. All right. He's not asking you to do something he's not doing. He powerfully works within me. Yes. I believe that Christ is working in you yes. so he can work through you. He never ever wants to only work in you. He always wants to work in you and through you for good works. Now I kind of debated whether putting this next slide in here, but I think we need to do this kind of in this world that we live in. In order to build, you gotta work. In order to build, you gotta work. God didn't give us a shovel so we can magically watch a hole get made. Right. God gave us a tool so that we can work. Because here's the thing, God really could, in Nehemiah, God certainly could have supernaturally built a wall overnight. Nehemiah could have said, Come on, God, make a wall, make a wall, make a wall. Kind of like Joshua and his people in Jericho. They marched, they went around, they went around, they yelled, and God made the walls fall down. He could have done this. But here's the thing God loves to work through his people so that we grow in the process. That's right. God loves to work through his people. So we can look back and say, God made me dunatos. Right. God made me strong. Come on, put in the comments today, all right? God made me mighty yep. in Christ Jesus. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Now we command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, you keep away from any brother who's walking in idleness. woo hoo You know what Nehemiah does in chapter 4? He lists all the people who worked, and there's a little line that said, those people over there, they did not work. They were idle. I love this, all right? it's not in accord with the tradition that you received from us. For when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone's not willing to work, let them not eat. Woo, this works for 2021, right? Like if you don't work, you don't. Eat. For when we hear that some among you walk in idleness, you're not busy at work, but you're busy bodies. You're not busy at work, but you're busy bodies. For some of you watching us, Man, we're, we're working, but we're working on the wrong thing. Here's what busybodies means in the original Greek. Busybodies means you're not busy at work, but you're busy. That means you're a lazy believer. We're a lazy believer. I want to challenge you today. And if we don't work, I believe God won't move. And if we don't work, God won't move. Because many of us, and this is our problem, you're hard workers. You and I, some of us were workaholics. We're working our butts off. But the problem is, we're busy, but we're not making a difference. That's good. We're making a paycheck. We're working for stuff, for materials, but I'm not working to make a difference. You know, I don't know if you could tell with this fast and all this, went back to the gym. (laughs) I had to be like, hey, I haven't been here in a year. Uh, My car doesn't work, you know, I had to like reactivate it and all this fun stuff. And uh, I've noticed at the gym, as a member of the gym, I walk in and if there's no towels on the counter, I'll go, oh, uh, excuse me, and I don't go to a fancy gym, by the way. All right. Excuse me. You know, uh, there's no towels, and they might say, "Oh, sorry, they're they're dirty right now. We we got to wash them and fold them and put them on the on the counter." If I go to a workout machine and it doesn't work, I go, "Excuse me, whew, hey, this doesn't work. This machine doesn't work. So I'll put a sign on it. I'll work on another machine. I'll do my workout. Work on me, and I'll leave." You know what the difference between a member and an owner. An owner walks in and goes, oh, there's no towels. Let me find the dirty towels. Let me collect them all around the gym. Let me put the dirty towels in the washing machine, and then put them, I'll put them in the dryer when they're done. I'll fold the towels, so now they're clean. I'm going to set them. I'm going to fold them the right way as well, and I'm going to put them on the counter. That machine's not working. I'm going to get my tools. I'm going to fix that machine. You know what? I don't know how to fix stuff. But I got a buddy who fixes things. Come on, somebody, all right? Hook me up, right? I got a buddy, and we're going to get together, and we're going to fix it. There's a difference between membership, in ownership, when we just attend, we're members. But when we own it, we are on mission. Good. See, when you attend church, it's all about you. When you attend church, I'm guilty of this. All right, man, I hope they have that, that creamer I like at Avenue Coffee. You know, when you when you attend church, man, I hope they do that one song right now. You know that one song, my Hillsong? Like, it's fresh, right? Ooh, mm, 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 right? If they do a wordy song that I don't like, nope, not going not to sing it. I like, the, I like the songs that take me deeper. Or when you attend, Pastor Jeremy better preach a message for me that's going to grow me deeper as a Christ father. And you know he will, all right? You know Pastor Jeremy works that every single week. Come on, somebody. He's working with what he's got. But when you own it, it's all about the one. Man, you walk in. I say, I hope this. I hope it's. hope it's clean. Let me get a broom. Man, when you walk in, I say, I hope. I hope the coffee's stocked and ready. Man, when you walk in, especially if you bring a guest and you invite someone, a family member, or a friend, when they come in, you go. You almost go to say, Hey, 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 hey! Don't do that one song. Do this song, because <laughs> it's going to minister to their hearts. Man, when you you hear the message, you say, man, I hope Pastor Jeremy doesn't just preach a message that's going to take me deeper. I hope he preaches the message so that they are willing to take a step towards Jesus Christ and to to receive salvation for eternity. I hope Pastor Jeremy will preach a message that's going to bring hope and healing and purpose. Because Avenue, we have a J-O-B. We are on mission. I love John chapter four, verse 31. This is Jesus. He goes out of his way for the one. And it's a woman at the well. And she's going, you can't talk to me. What's going on? And Jesus ministers to her. But then meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, say, Rabbi, eat. I love this right here. But he said to him, I have food to eat that you do not know about you know, during this 21-day fast, I'm fasting no meat, sweets or treats. Uh, there was a donut next to me and someone was like, "You want to eat that?" I was like, "I have food to eat that you don't know about." as I was drooling. Uh-huh. But I love this. He said, so the disciples said to one another, "Did he want bring them food?" Right? Like they're still transitioning from, from membership to ownership. They're like, "Who brought him food? Who brought him something to eat that like like where is that? And I love what Jesus says, "My food is to do the will of him who sent me to accomplish his work. To accomplish his work. This drives me crazy, but work isn't a task. Work is a calling. Work's not a task. It's a calling. Maybe God has you at that job, not just to work, but to work it to minister to somebody, That's good. to bring hope and healing, to invite them to Avenue Church, to invite them to any church that is life-giving, to share the gospel with him, especially now in this fearful time, pandemic time, divisive time. Maybe somebody needs Jesus. Maybe you're here and you say, what, 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 what can I do? Serve at Avenue. If you're watching us online and you're able to, but maybe fear's stopping you, maybe your schedule stopped, rearrange your schedule. But man, let's work together. Let's serve together. Let's make a difference together. Let's let's get on mission together. Let's rebuild the walls in 52 days and let's see what God can do. Man, I encourage you, will you lead a small group? Because you can do growth track right now after the service online and be done with it and get on the team. Girl Track Online. Right now, Anissa Miller, right? We got other people that are online. She is working it in the comments today. She's our online minister today. We'll also, lead a small group. The next Sunday, we're going to launch small groups. We have free market small groups. There's our, there, there might be a basketball one, right? There, there's there's going to be all kinds. There's an the eating small group. Come on, somebody. I'm joining that one. I'm going to be doing a co-ed leadership small group. Group, But will you lead a group? Because people need community now more than ever. Also, we got Serve Day coming up, uh, February 20th. And you can sign up online. You know, even here, we want to offer more kids rooms. We want to offer, you know, greater ages in our rooms at Avenue Church. We want to be able to have more than one service. Why? Because it's all about the one. Because when we serve others, it allows God to work. You know, last week, you know, we had our in-person service. And uh, you know, we set up a church. We did all that. Man, got ready, changed my clothes. And uh, put a mask on. And I was greeting people six feet away, saying hi, and all those things. And uh, a brand new couple walked in. And they said, it's our very first time, and they got the cup and all that. And uh, uh, my wife spoke with, with the couple, and, and the young lady said, a little nervous, it's been 10 years since I've been to church. Well, she went into the worship experience, phenomenal worship. Our worship team is doing a I mean, it is powerful on Sundays in person as well as online. But at the end of the message, Pastor Lindsay preached, and she simply said, raise your hand. You gave your life to Jesus today. Guys, hands went up all over our auditorium. And that young lady, she had her hand raised with tears in her eyes. She gave her life to Jesus. And the avenue is because we sprayed and set out chairs. It's because we swept the floors. It's because we practiced the songs. It's because we prayed and we fasted for the one. We all have a job to do and it's to make an eternal difference because God places inside of us so that our joy and his joy can be complete. Because Jesus said, I have a job to do and that is to die on a cross so that we can, by grace, be saved through faith. It is a gift from God. So I want to challenge you. Will you join us? Will you work with us? Will you serve with us? Will you pray with us, man? Will you will you help us to rebuild and to battle? With every head bowed, every eye closed, maybe you watch this today, and you're saying, "Man, something is going on inside of me. Man, I just feel like I need to get involved. Man, I feel like I, man, I, I feel like I was created for more." Father, I just pray the mighty name of Jesus. That maybe you're watching this today and you're saying, Pastor, that, that that sounds incredible, but I don't know Jesus. And maybe you're watching this today and you feel like you're ready to take a step and to say, Jesus, be Lord of my life. The best way I know how I'm gonna follow you. God, use me for your praise and your glory. If that's you, bow your heads, close your eyes, pray this quick prayer. Say, Dear Jesus. Say, thank you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for paying for what I did. So today, I repent of my sins. Be Lord of my life. Say, the best way I know how, I'm going to live for you. Say, Jesus, I'm ready to work it. Say, Jesus, I'm ready to be used by you. Because I now know who I am. I'm saved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God. Come on, everybody. Give God a shout. Hit that emoji like. Put it in the comments. Do whatever you can do. Because if you prayed that prayer, text me. It's 702-727-8280. Man, I'm excited what God's going to do. Next week, we're going to be talking about community. The week after that, we got a great message. Our birthday is coming up. But Avenue, I love you, and I love being your pastor.